Psychic Vampires, Building 6, Lawlessness, and Corruption. He's Buddy Lloyd, and he wants Sex Dick. Tonight on Death Metal Take everything that we have the fedora. Bye. Well, you could already tell we're having a good fucking time. <laughs> cleanse your dumbass palate after doing a long fucking serial killer episode. Um, three episodes, man. And like we were saying, if you were tuned into the live stream on YouTube.com, God damn it. Charles Manson is whack. Yeah. That that was hard for us to trudge I'm through. I'm so glad we I hope not. you guys liked it, man, you know, because I did not have any personal attachment to it whatsoever. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was just real stressed out with getting to that live show. Thank everyone who came out to that. It was great. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a full room. Yeah. A lot of fun. Buddy, uh, buddy got the challenge of running wild in a hotel afterwards, and he rose to the occasion. Literally smoked his pubes. Yeah. Rolled my wife, for whatever reason, rolled him a pube doobie. Yeah, man. She was like, uh, she was like, I, I was like, I can roll a joint. I've been doing it since I was like six. And she was like, well, I can too. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, see, like, I thought she just like, I thought that like she, I, I felt like you said that you would smoke your pubes and that she, I don't know why she wouldn't believe know, you. Man. And yeah. because you're like, she's known you for like, t- you know, 12 years now. But, uh, yeah, man. I mean, she rolled it well, up I mean, and you, you know, toked it up and then yeah. Lacey toked it up. Yeah, dude. And uh, Shout out to Lacey, man. Yeah, as always. Thank you. It's her birthday. Yeah, we... Uh, Happy birthday to you. I hope that you don't hate us <laughs> after that yeah. excursion. Yeah, I got two way too gone. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens. I'm not proud of it, but... Yeah, I think the pubes is what really did it. It took me over the edge. It just, yeah, you got fired up, dude. It gave you energy. Yeah, so what man. I can say, I mean, you know... Everyone's got a secret recipe to like doing exercise. Yeah. Something that like a pre-workout that yeah. pushes them over the limit. Uh, or maybe you, you like to be up for four o'clock in the morning raging. You might reach for cocaine. I can yeah. tell you firsthand that if you hit pubic hair a couple of times, that yeah. apparently gets you fucking wild. Yo, help us out. Let's get to the level where I can like shave my pubes and <laughs> keep them for a while. We make a pre-workout with all my pubes. Yeah, but you had to smoke it. Nah, man, you just gotta fucking snort it. That's called PMT. <laughs> PMT. <Yeah. laughs> it smells like a burnt bag. Pube mutant transformation. Yeah. Oh crap! But yeah, yo, thanks to everyone for coming out. Uh, it went great. I think we're gonna come up with like a highlight clip of it to try to get more live shows. But if you do want us to come, strike while the iron's hot because it doesn't take a whole lot as long as we can cover expenses. We'll come. Our fucking live shows are. Turned into be a lot of fun. Yeah, man. It was just good to be able to hang out with everybody and you know see old faces, see new faces. Man, it was a good time. Yeah, it really was. And uh, while we got the shout out train moving, if you could give us five star reviews on iTunes, that all goes with that being live thing. Is that uh, if we have a bunch of five star reviews, it's easy to show promoters a hilarious highlight reel, so they know. That it's worth having there because it's going to be fun and people are going to be drinking alcohol. I mean, that's basically all you are as a comedian uh, or any live act. 
So you go to places that sell alcohol, and if you help them sell it by getting people there and entertaining them for long enough that they keep drinking, that's all you are. You're just like a fancy waitress. Yeah. So, you know, if you can give us five-star reviews, it just helps us to show people like, hey, not only do we have an audience, but they will engage. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, five-star reviews on iTunes are fucking awesome. We do have a Patreon. We also have shirts. Available at warlordclothing.com if you don't want to deal with the prospect of us shipping them to you because we're busy and dumb. Busy and dumb. Isn't it? How many people do you think are like close to 300 pounds? Mm -hmm. I mean, we're probably we're like very in shape for that weight. Yeah. And also have ADHD and also our best friends. The ADHD thing. That's really what seals it. <laughs> it's so weird that two people that are grown men. Tits and ADHD. <laughs> Just have it. It's hilarious. Yeah, um, yeah man. Uh, if you want to get involved in any of that shit, that would be tight. Also, check out our fucking social media stuff. They've all been growing, so that's definitely appreciated. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all those dumb things help, man. We live in a fucking modern world, baby. And we got to adapt to the times. I wish that Ted Gazinski would have done it, but he didn't. So here mm-hmm. we are. We got to market ourselves because we're independent artists and independent women who mean? don't need a man and don't need no management. We don't need no management. <laughs> it sounds like that fucking, I know I hate going back to Biohazard, but we just like talking about fucking the music business. Up. Man, that song rips. Not fucking shit on your face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, but welcome to the show. We will always, when we get into several weeks of serious bullshit, like to fuck around. So, um, a lot of times when we do these people that don't normally listen, tune in because you know, it gets hashtagged as like Illuminati pizza gate, all that shit. And it brings out the fucking kooks. Listen to me right now up top. Fair warning to you. These are not things that I have known about for years. I haven't studied them. I haven't gone down the rabbit hole of believing any of these things. My conspiracy theory time was in, you know, like right when I got married the first time. I had just recently started smoking pot as a young adult yep. at, that had been straight edge for years and then spent my time partying and then decided to give the old weed a try. Was doing jujitsu a lot. It seemed mm-hmm. like the thing to do to recover. And uh, smoking weed every day, uh, I think it has a lot to do with having ADHD. Yeah. Maybe I'm extremely paranoid. And I just lived in a paranoid state. So a lot of, I was very easy to convince that the world was falling apart. That's easy to convince anybody when they're high. And I also have. uh, I got convinced into wearing a fucking uh, hippie ankle bracelet when I was doing jujitsu. Remember that shit? No. You don't remember me having no ankle bracelet? <laughs> Did I make fun of you for it? I'm sure, man. Yeah. I'm I'm right, I was sitting there like, man. If there's man. one fact I can know, it's that I made fun of you for what? How did that come up? You just you had an ankle bracelet? Yeah, man. Somebody made me a bracelet, <laughs> and I was like, just slap it on my ankle. <laughs> That's tight, dude. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, and I, I also had a friend who I you know, won't name or even come close to like what their actual job is, but I had a friend that worked still for the government that was like literally homesteading and stockpiling. Oh, yeah. And I was looking at it like, man, goddamn, he knows. <laughs> he knows. Oh, yeah, he lived across the street, man. He knows. And so, uh, yeah, keep it more narrow. But, yeah, I was like, yo, he knows. And so <laughs> me and Buddy were talking about this earlier. I bought a gun. I bought a handgun. 
<laughs> just about like you know we and we were we were listening to infowars so we're experts on like 2009 era yeah. infowars you know and we we were traveling a lot and just smoking weed and but like we were saying is that infowars it used to be it was real similar to Coast to Coast AM, but we got it in podcast form. So there wasn't commercials and shit, really. There was a little bit at the beginning, like yeah, most podcasts are. But, the, I mean, dude, it would always... He would have people on that talked about Bigfoot. He would have people that talked about aliens. He would have people that talked about lizard people. He would talk about the Illuminati, the New Dave World Mustaine Order. Dave on there. <laughs> Dave Mustaine yeah. would be on. But it would never be... It, it was never... It was not... He... What I liked about it at the time was that he was completely anti any form of political shit like he he the only thing that he said about politics was that there's a elite group of people that controls everything in the world they've done it for years they know how to do it they're going to keep doing it and mm-hmm. here's things to do and some of it you would just like kim charles he'd be like ah come on but then some of it would add up and he would be right about a lot of things yeah but it was all it was all like close to the chest you know and, it, it, and then you know I tuned out from it a long time. Like, basically, as soon as I stopped getting high. I didn't remember, what's crazy is that it didn't take me into, like, a fucking state of mania. I never did anything drastic. But, dude, I, I for sure, in, like, 2009 or 10, if I did not think that we would be around right now. <laughs> yeah. But we fucking made it, baby. And here we are to progenitate an entire new generation on shitting their pants and fearing that the end is nigh. Because uh, we got some fucking wild-ass conspiracy theories. Now, I feel like this is the most uh, current conspiracy theory that yeah. we've ever dug into. And again, I just wanted... To, I basically wanted to preface all that because, uh, you know, I don't... In, for I first uh, salute to our, as of late, research help, Andy Campbell. He had nothing to do with this. <laughs> so anything that's shitty on this, it's all me, baby. Yeah. Uh, we, Are you blaming it on Andy? For not helping. <laughs> no, 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 just no. Kidding, man. I just, uh, we put him out there so I don't want anyone to like message him yeah. because that is what always happens to me. And I don't, you know, I didn't, <laughs> I don't want him to fall on my sword. Uh, I, I did look around. Now I have, you know, we're going to do, we're basically like doing Q and on, uh, kind of like a pros and cons type of thing with it. Okay. Um, and I tried really hard to find, an accurate thing to bank off of. The problem that I ran into is that one, uh, there's a website. So basically, this started on in the wake of Pizzagate, which I'll kind of like, you know, explain how that happened here in just a second. Uh, but out of the ashes of Pizzagate, somebody started posting on 4chan. And 4chan, the, uh, you know, every time someone posts, it says anonymous. Mm-hmm. And so people can sign their name to it. And I'll get into more of the ins and outs of that. But it moved to this other website, 8chan, which is where that uh, mass shooter in New Zealand just uh, when he did that mass shooting, he posted he's like post a live video there and like told people that he was about to go do it. It was like interacting and shit. And like that's where that type of trolling popped off from. So, you know, I'm not of the mind that just having a fucking anonymous message board where people can do whatever they want to is dangerous. What's dangerous is the idiots, like, yeah. you know, diving too far into it. Well, you should be able to, like, responsibly do whatever the fuck you want to, but if you're too stupid to handle it, then this is what happens. We had a talk today about common sense, and then and uh, my buddy Seth made a very valid point. He's like, yeah, common means everybody, and then most people are fucking stupid. 
in the yeah. grand scheme of things. So now it should it should just be called rare sense. Yeah, rare sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I mean, that's basically my whole preface is that while searching through things, the all those posts that were made on 4chan and 8chan are banked on a website. So you can go through and look at every post because they if they post something basically every day, multiple times a day. And there is a database that you can look at and gather all the information from. However, it's boring as fuck. And there is no way that I could, like, trudge through. And it's all, like, coded. They've got their own, like, code language and shit. It's just things that, you know, I didn't have. Even if we, I tried to spend a year on this shit, that, and I would never want to. I'm not the right person for that. But what I, what I do plan on doing is giving you the cliff notes of what QAnon is. Uh, and then also something that doesn't exactly like corroborate it in any way, but some things that have parallel happened to it that are insane. I mean, absolutely insane that, uh, this is always a problem with conspiracy theories to me is that once you go conspiracy theory, you dive into that world, then you have to almost look at every single thing as it is that, and it's not necessarily wrong to try to, figure things out on your own it's just how much time do you have yeah and so then if you become of the frame of mind that everything is a conspiracy which is so easy to do that's what i'm saying is that it's happened to me before so no fault of your own a lot of the time it's just an easy trap to fall into because there is so much sketchy shit out there yes that's that that is tied in with the government and and a lot of politicians are just terrible fucking human beings yeah that doesn't always make it like an overall cabal against society it is sometimes the cases it's just real pieces of shit that do horrible things that also because they're psychopaths and sociopaths are able to rise to the top of their profession yeah those those traits we talk about over and over again lend themselves very well to people trying to be successful in business if you're a sociopath and you're not a serial killer you can rise through politics business like that's the perfect type of person for these sort of things so a lot of times those cross over into horrible sexual acts, horrible drug use. I mean, there's so many things that uh, get tied up in this that simply come from shitty people where you're like, that can't be a coincidence. Well, you know, it really can be a lot of times. And the first thing to talk about here is uh, where QAnon originated from. And basically, it kind of shot off of Pizzagate because Pizzagate was when... Uh, you know, Donald Trump was running for president. This was near the end of 2016 in that part of the election cycle. Uh, on October 30th, 2016, a white supremacist Twitter account that uh, they presented that the account, you know, it's one of those like, what do they call it? Fucking race whistling or some shit. Race whistling? I don't you look. Look, man. Just I'm not the guy. Skinhead cocks. What? Dog whistling. Dog whistling. <laughs> That's tight. Uh, that sounds way more cooler than it is. Anyway, uh, this guy, the account was like pretending to be a Jewish lawyer from New York, but it was actually apparently some racist dude that Donald Trump's like quoted before, which, uh, you know, you can't really, again, mitigate that to that because especially if you thought it was a Jewish lawyer or whatever, who gives a shit? And also, like, I don't know. The last thing to say before this is like we're never going to be a political podcast. No, and it's not that I. I just don't fucking care, man. I yeah. don't give a shit about Donald Trump. I did not give a shit about Obama. I didn't give a fuck about George W. Bush. Didn't give two shits about Bill Clinton. It's never. I'm never going to care. I'm never. 
felt like a president does anything. Yeah. I've never. Uh, I just, it's not something. You're just in the same conundrum that you've always been in. Yeah. And nothing changes. Yeah. When you're poor, <laughs> when you're poor, it doesn't matter who's in charge. Yeah. It doesn't matter what taxes are like. It doesn't matter what X, Y, and Z thing that the president promised is. It's all the fucking same. Man. Yeah. It's never going to be different. It doesn't matter who's in the office. And I don't watch the fucking news. So. You know, I don't give a shit, but all this is, you know, politically connected. And the main thing is, is that, uh, you know, I re- remember when that guy, Anthony Weiner, who I highly recommend you watch the documentary Weiner because he has been caught in sex scandals over and over again. And most recently, and what, what the documentary Weiner goes over is when he's running for office again after being disgraced for being in like a uh, very inappropriate sexual text messages with younger women, just women. I mean, he throws it out there a lot. He plays the numbers game. He got a giant penis. Oh, wow. Was calling himself, which is so funny when your name's Anthony Weiner, was going by the alias Carlos Danger. Man. <laughs> and uh, so he got caught again in the middle. Like, they were filming his, like, rise back into politics. And his wife is, like, forgiving. She's, like, doing all these speeches about how it's important to forgive people and how Anthony has changed mm-hmm. and that they're in love. And then it comes out that he's been, like, texting this 15-year-old girl. And so they seize his computer and they find all types of child pornography, which is what he got locked up for. And what Pizza Gate went on to, like, start off with, which, which some of this I totally believe, is, like, it leaked out as to be when the New York police police department looked into it that they found evidence of a pedophilia ring that was all linked to the uh, highest levels of the democratic party like uh, internet users were able to get through WikiLinks john podesta's emails and they started to like pick apart and podesta was the head of the dnc yeah at the time which you probably remember that name from all that shit where like they supposedly blocked bernie sanders and then that dude that told WikiLinks about it came up dead that was all related to this shit. And, and and that just fueled the fire. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, because they like, look, if they don't have a pedophilia sex ring, they absolutely shut out. Try to run for office. And they, 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 they came along. And they, they, they just took a giant shit on me. <laughs> just like you work at McDonald's. You started to get paid $15 an hour. And instead, Hillary Rodham Clinton and her cronies. Took a giant defecation shit all over me. <laughs> God damn it, man. That was so good. Was I feel so like good. what I do at my cheeks like kind of flop <laughs> yeah, like his. Yeah. Like I try to get like real low yeah, like, like underneath uh, my gums to do it. Like uh, uh, I thought I uh, was playing basketball the other day with my friend uh, K- Killer Mike. And I uh, went to shoot a three-point shot and Killer Mike was breathing so heavily from across the court. <laughs> I said to myself. Do we not all deserve health care? Is the problem obesity or is it the system that led to the obesity in the first place? It's like that uh, fucking droopy-ass dog that's like a shit. Yeah, man. he's got the same it's type just, of cheeks. It's just dude. almost like... Yeah, he's like, but I'm so flat. And I'm going to move too fast. I haven't been able to get my dick sucked in 15 years. <laughs> man, you're like a, it's like a presidential candidate with a caustic cold, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, he is real droopy dog. Like, like... But that's one health care for all. <laughs> First of all, I want to get my dick sucked. <laughs> to be able to keep the mental energy and focus of spreading along the word socialism, 
I've had a constant erection for 15 years, and my wife cannot draw moisture in her vagina or her mouth. (laughs) 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 I've been trying to have sex with my wife for 1985. She has more drive than politics. Um, (laughs) Donald Trump has a, a tremendously attractive wife. She's got the giant knockers. I would like for everyone in America to have access to giant knockers. <laughs> what the fuck am I doing, dude? Anyway. <laughs> Potatoes. They took a shit on Bernie Sanders, and uh, they killed the guy that told on him about it. And that just fueled these fucking dorks fires. Now, that's around the same time that 4chan was popping off. And like I was saying, 4chan is a is a, essentially a message board. And this is this is me who posted on message boards forever talking. I know that there's other terms and shit like that, but it's your grandpa here. So in my mind, it's a message board. It's got several sub-message boards that you can get onto and talk about what you want. There are very sketchy elements involved, and that's evolved into the even much more sketchier A-chan. Now, the reason why this is liked and the beauty of it all is that every post is, like I was saying, is anonymous. You can sign it however you want to so it just became this movement of like prophetic things that were going to happen and happening because it felt like people had been calling their shots you know it's like anonymous people started posting all right these people are going to go down you're going to see this you're going to see hillary clinton get in trouble for this you're going to see the dnc fall apart because of this you're going to see this person get killed and so you know those are just it's like nostradamus like you make a broad stroke if you make a broad stroke and you're in between those bristles, you're going to catch something, you know, you can say a lot of things. And then if one of those things, but it's like, you know, it's just easy to like, you could figure out things about the future right now. Like I could just go ahead and say in the future, human beings are going to live three times longer than they do now. And we're going to be, enhanced by machinery we're going to be a cybernetic unit they're going to be able to take mechanical replicas of our organs and put them inside of us which is going to defy nature and defy religion by being able to keep the body alive for forever you know that's not hap- there's not you know as far as i know that's not i'm sure that there are things like that happening but that's just a broad stroke you know what i'm saying so if i said a million other things and that one and if i was like in the future mine and buddy's penis are going to finally merge as one and it's Mm going to be giant and we could have sex with Bernie Sanders as we've always desired, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't happen. Now I'm 50% right still at this point. You know what I'm saying? So you can make just crazy fucking strokes on this shit. Let's buy a soul kiss night so it mixes together and see back and forth. uh, Gentlemen, I would not appreciate I want Dale. I want everyone. I can't. I'm now he's like Cajun. <laughs> Cajun Bernie Sanders is so tight, dude. It's like, you know, remember oh, that guy, yeah. Paul Prudo? Uh, uh, Chef Paul, that fucking. Oh, yeah, it's like, yeah, oh, yeah. Bon, don't say it. You'll come on down here. Oh, yeah. Try to piece the little dust bump. But he was all fucking fat. <laughs> but what's so funny about that dude is like, he lost so much weight and then just died. Yeah. <laughs> that just goes to show you, man. Yeah, <laughs> you got to uh, stay Tony Satchard out. But yeah, just like a Cajun Bernie Sanders, like, Let's relay bon He's like that fucking uh, assistant coach and water boy. No, I was a discounto. I want everybody in America to be able to have sexual relations with one another. However, I do not want you two boys to sew your penises together and have sex with me, Bernie Sanders. Do not do that. 
Yeah. That's an ultimate fucking kidney infection. You just <laughs> pee back and forth, but it's oh, all yeah, the same yeah. pee in. That's tight, dude. That's how we go, dude. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, like, that's how we're, that's how we're going to die. Um, so, you know, and all this shit started popping off. Now, there was a theory post on a message board called Godlike Production, Productions the day after um, Podesta's emails came out. That's when it leaked over to... It, it was just... A, a copy and paste from 4chan earlier that year. Uh, the year news wire article started being spread by pro Trump websites, including a website called SubjectPolitics.com, And that claimed that the New York police department had raided Hillary Clinton's property. The website conservative daily post ran a headline that falsely stated the federal bureau of investigation confirmed that story. So, that gave a lot of people the impression that there was an anonymous poster that had had this inside information and now it spread through what I guess would be considered right wing conservative pro Donald Trump media mm-hmm. saying that the, someone knew that this was going to happen. They raided Hillary Clinton's home to find these fucking things and she was going to get nailed. And that, and basically then what QAnon grew into is uh you know, it's supposedly like day by day laying out the plot of mm-hmm. what's going to happen with this shit. I think the main principle is that like Donald Trump is a deep. It's like the the deep state is against Donald Trump. Donald Trump through like being rich and and donating to politicians. He got the inside scoop on what politics was actually like. From being in reality shows, he knew what Hollywood was like. He knows mm-hmm. that they work together, that they're basically all pedophiles, which I don't disagree with. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is not hard to believe. He probably figured it out when he was on the set of Little Rascals. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, Him and Reva were sitting down talking, and he's just like, holy he saw, shit. He saw Michael Jackson fuck Kevin McAllister. Holy crap. Because wasn't he at Home Alone 2? No, the, the kid that plays, like, the fucking rich kid in uh, Little Rascals is his brother. Who's his, brother? His fucking uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother. So he, like, no, but Trump plays Don, his dad. Right. But Donald Trump is also in Home Alone 2 in Austin, New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, man, there's the tie. That Man, there's that's, the, that's it, who leaked it to Where him. there's a triangle, there's an Illuminati at yes, the top. You know what is, I mean? Man. Whenever three fucking sides connect, the seeing eye is erect. Right in the middle. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> Donald Trump... Um, it's supposedly like in the, in the speak of QAnon as like the savior of America. When, when he said drain the swamp, we thought that to mean, okay, he's going to get rid of these like incumbent old politicians that are all tied up in the system. They're all corrupted by lobbyists. But if you're on the Q and nine side of truth, what it means is he's going to get rid of all the pedophiles. He's going to crush this pedophile ring. And and I like the idea of that. Yeah. Like if that was going on, I would appreciate somebody fucking sussing it out and flushing it out. However, it's been tied to um, a couple of fucking things that have fallen flat. Now there is a dude. No one knows it. Like there's ideas of who it might be. It's probably a group of people. But again, the problem is that if you go on like eight chan, everyone that posts posts anonymous. So it's signed Q. And uh, when they first started doing it, like the Q, fuck, where did that shit? <laughs> it was like Q, Q, 
conservative patriot or some dumb shit like that. It was yeah. like a like Q was the first name, and then you know it had two other political names attached to it. This like, is the CEO of Dairy Queen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds right. Or no, the dude from Jimmy John's. That guy's oh, like yeah. a big time fucking weirdo. But yeah, DQ. I get yeah, it. DQ. But yeah, but you know, you, well, it's a, a play on like John Q. Public. You know what I mean? And so a lot of people think that it is like. Uh, somebody that has information on the inside of the Trump team. There was like people that say that they were having early morning, late night meetings with Donald Trump to get information to post out the next day. But they like the, the Mueller Mueller memo that just came out. There was supposed to be all this shit that tied up all these people. There was supposed to be arrests in Hollywood, but then like any little thing that happens, they take credit for it. So like when, uh, that fucking movie producer. God damn it, dude, my brain. Like, when Bill Cosby got caught, they thought that, yeah. that this was, like, something that Trump was undoing. When, when, like, Michael Jackson's documentary, R. Kelly's documentary, they're all like, this is part of the draining of the swamp. It was like Corey Feldman, Corey Haim were kind of talking about that in their reality show. That's talking right. about somebody yeah. piddling their diddle, you know? Yeah. And again, dude, I mean, the Hollywood elite is is the worst type of person. It's nothing that I would put beyond them. It's uh, and we've talked about that, like that shit in Nebraska, where they had the the dude that was like, I mean, and you're gonna see that there is legitimately people that, and we talked about Jimmy Seville. There are people that traffic children, and there are famous people, mm-hmm. and there are very rich people that know how to get more rich by doing this bullshit. Yeah. So. The thing is, is that when you say, like, is it a string of coincidences or is it some type of truth? It definitely could be somewhere in the middle, because if you can get on these websites and post whatever and then sign it Q. Yeah. Now, they do supposedly suss that out with the like the website where they take the official postings. But, you know, there's there's been all types of dumb shit that's happened. Like there was a dude in uh, in fucking Nevada. Give me one second here. There's a dude in Nevada who basically fucking. um took over this fucking bri- the Hoover Dam which is like reminds me of that scene in Beavis and Butthead do America yeah where they just like go on that tour and fuck everything up yeah like meep, with the cornholio shit yeah. and then they uh the secret service shows up and like yeah. trying to bust them and they think that they're on the trail of like some fucking terrorists because they sewed that ship <laughs> into their underwear but that that scene is the funniest scene because they're like sir I think I found the guy whose trailer that they were whacking off in <laughs> and the dude the Guy goes, damn it, man, you're a federal agent. <laughs> Never end a sentence in a preposition. And he's, I think I found the guy in which whose trailer often they were whacking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't yeah. that the guy from fucking uh, um, Unsolved Mysteries? Yes. Plays like, yeah, that's so that cool, is something like, we've got these boys on the run. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Beavis and Butthead do America forever, bitch. One of the greatest movies of all oh, fucking man. time. One of the best TV shows. <laughs> yeah, but dude, the movie is far superior. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. the shit. Uh, all right, so here's uh, June 15, thousand and eight. This dude named Matthew Philip Wright from Henderson, Nevada, which is basically Las Vegas. He was arrested for terrorism and other charges because he drove an armored vehicle with an AR-15 and a side gun. Hoover Dam. Blocked the traffic for 90 minutes. He told the reason that he was doing it is because he demanded that the Justice Department release the OIG report on behalf of QAnon, that he was an agent of theirs. And the FBI agents, the the report was supposedly about their conduct that was looking into Hillary Clinton's 
use of, you know, that's where like all the lost emails that Trump kept talking about, like the, the OIG report had already been released the day before this dude went and did that shit. And he had no idea that that had happened and neither did they online. And that was supposed to be a Q drop, which is what got him going. And Q drops were, were like, and the funny, they did it the day of the report. So they definitely could have read the report and then put it out, but still off base. And it was one of those things where they had all these, all this shit that was supposed to happen didn't fucking happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I'm not the right person and we'll be here all day because I got other shit that I want to like link up that is actual sketchy shit. Yeah. But uh, they were just way off base, you know, and like, again, there was supposed to be arrests of pedophiles in Washington, in Hollywood. That didn't happen. There was supposed to like Tom Hanks was supposed to go down. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there was supposed to be like Hillary Clinton was supposed to go down. Barack Obama was supposed to go down. And they were saying that like in the Mueller report you were going to find out that Hillary Clinton had died in lethal ejection years ago. What? And that she's still like been replaced by someone else and they're like like supposed to have the evidence on that shit. Oh god. She does look like a bag of Fake organs in a weird fucking business suit. Yeah, and what's crazy is that uh, after that shit happened, just a month later, uh, Apple had to pull the QDrop app. And that was, I guess, when the information came out. And when it came out, it was the most popular paid app. So you had to pay to get it. And it was number one on everything. So it got pulled uh, right after that happened because uh, NBC News tried to look into it. Uh, I mean, there's several more things, dude. There was a targeting of attorney Michael Levanti. Uh, Jim Acosta got fucking arrested in the whole thing. Uh, they were the, the, like they had, the whole movement has been accused of anti-Semitism because they try to they keep trying to go after George Soros, which George Soros, man, like again, um, I'm not fucking smart enough to know the entire the entire detail, but from what I've picked up, like more recently. This is like George Soros was Jewish. Yeah. And so he gets accused of being a Nazi. And I think what actually happened in George Soros's words are that when the Nazis invaded where he lived, him and his father were like trusted by them because they were willing to go and take valuables away from the other Jews in their community. Yeah. Which is like, you know, you might as well be a Nazi at that point. Yeah, yeah. Mm. it just you know it's tough times, desperate measures, but it it is one of the richest dudes, and he does do he does he's done this shit for years, which is another point to bring into the whole QAnon thing. Um, and uh, again, that's just a very like broad explanation of it. Uh, it it just depends on where you look, but the general consensus is that it's been debunked. And in a lot of ways, it has to have been because they all, most of the predictions that they've made have not come true. Yeah. Like, again, the Mueller report came out, Mueller, however the fuck you say it. And with on, like, the 8chan and shit, they thought that it was going to be the great reckoning that they had hoped for. They kept demanding for it to be released. And I know, like, all of it hasn't been put out. But, you know, again, like, no one went to jail. Yeah. <laughs> like, there was no great revelation. No, there's been nothing shocking that came out of it except that fucking Trump is free. Jesse Smollett is free. You yeah. Know, they're all running in the streets, baby. Yeah. Uh, but, however. Oh, man. Wow. That's a deep burp. Yeah. Drinking this yingling golden pilsner. How do you feel about it? It's all right. Eh, I'm not a big fan. It's not my thing. I don't hate it. Uh, I don't hate it, but you know. I mean, I'm going to drink it. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So where does that 
Fuck. Where, where does that take us today on this podcast? Is to get you as much filled in, or get you as much filled in as I can on uh, what I know to generally be the principles of like this leak movement and what happened with like Trump and the Mueller report. Like the most interesting thing of it all to me is that Russia, like well confirmed, well documented, had been tampering with everyone through social media and the way that they were doing it is, is, is something that George Soros had been doing for forever, like through actual media, like print media. Is it true that he owns like all the major news? Yes. Like, okay. That is true. Yes. Okay. Well, so what he does that drives people so crazy, which again, you know, there's really no way for us to know like how evil or not evil he is or whatever. Because, I mean, financially, what he does makes sense, as well as if he was, like, destroying world economies, what he does makes sense. But basically, like, an easy way to explain it is, like, what Russia was doing is that they were making extreme, all extreme views of anything, abortion, uh, drinking alcohol, legalizing marijuana, uh, different, like, white nationalists, Black Lives Matter any extreme thing that would get people to put their eyes on it. And they would try over and over again until they would make pages and pay for them and and pay people to make memes and shit until they could just find anything that would stick. And then when they found something that would stick, they would just keep agging it on and agging it on there because there was no like personal connection to it. Like the best example that I got out of it was there was a Facebook page called blacks matter or black matters. And the reason why that's the most convincing to me is because we're talking about Russia, which is not like known for having black people. Yeah. So they don't have any like actual desire to raise awareness of Black Lives Matter, which is what the idea of the page was. Now, that page got huge and it got so huge that they they spawned a podcast, a YouTube channel, every type of social media page, an actual website. And it, they paid people. They paid actors. They would do, they would use like Craigslist and other social media sites and Facebook Marketplace to advertise day jobs for people. And they would have models that fit like the, like urban person in camouflage with nice shoes uh, doing these types of poses. They knew what would work and what would make good content because they paid people in Russia to make good content. Yeah. And so they would make everything they wanted to. They had, they hired people to be YouTube personalities. Like it went really deep. <laughs> like one of the funniest things is they hired this guy that was doing, um, I think they called it like, like uh, black defense or something like that, but it was like a martial arts thing. So it was like the super fraudy martial arts guy, like no, someone that had never fought MMA before yeah. didn't have like any, Real respectable training, just like some old school made up karate type of bullshit. Oh, God. Well, they were paying him $200 per video, and he was making a video like every other day. Damn. And he was showing like how to defend yourself against riot police, like how to take down cops, like how to do like, you know, if you're in the scenario, like what are the things you could do, like how to defend yourself from tear gas, shit like that. Yeah. Just like aggressive content to get views. And they would just make, then they would do the same shit with like, they made one page that was like um, Texas Pride. So you had like oh, all these yeah. the, all these Texans that were like, hell yeah, Texas Pride. And then it was like Texas Muslims and the, 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 all the people that were Muslims in Texas, like a place for them to meet up yeah. and gather. 
And then they troll both of them into being in the same place at the same time, which damn near started a riot. Like, like they basically on each one independently were like, here's our meetup today to protest this. So they both showed up and they're both like, here's the enemy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just, and that's all from Russia. It's all from, I think it was called the internet research group. What a weird world. I mean, well, but, but here's the deal is like, for one is just like high level disinformation. Yeah. You're just throwing fuel on any fire you can. And then on top of that, you're getting like ad revenue, like all types of dumb shit. Like it just ties in and out. And George Soros has done that with actual media for forever. I mean, all across the entire world, like proven done that, like had entire magazines and networks and shit to shit on one side. And and he invests money like like currently, like he's been he's like invest money to some white national groups and he invests money in like things that fund different organizations of Antifa. Okay. So, I mean, he's just like, but it's, you know, you could, it could be very nefarious. So that's where like the, so it's like, it's a conspiracy that's blown way out of proportion where it's like he did that, but it's like, is everybody in Antifa getting a check? You know, that, that kind of thing. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, the, th- the, the thing where he was like paying protesters. So when I say funded them, I mean, what I assume and what seems right to me is that it would do things like, okay, so let's say you have like a chapter of Antifa. Like, yeah. I didn't think that there used to be like actual groups of people yeah. that it was just like anarchists that met up, but I guess it blossomed into that. But probably, you know, like let's say you want to do some like sponsored posts on Facebook. Yeah. Or, you know, you want to get more organized. You want to figure out how, how to set up like a 501c3. Yeah. Just like little, all the little shit things that cost money. There's groups that would probably be nonprofit that would kick money to you yeah. to like organize against radicals in your area or whatever. So, you know, he's put money, you know, he's like giving money to the Southern Poverty Law Center, just anything. Just to yeah. instigate shit. Well, I mean, it could be that, but it could also be like, like, what if you just like to gamble and yeah. you have a ton of money and you go to the track and there's 12 horses running and you yeah. bet on all of them. You know what uh, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's like playing. You got to spend money to make money. It's just some dumb, you know what I mean? Like I, who knows? I mean, we yeah. really just don't know. He's yeah. the only person that knows. Yeah. But I like Alex Jones has gone like the type of thing that's way off the deep end looking at the most evil side of what he's doing, which is like collapsing nations. And there has been some weird shit linked to him. Like he, like he was a, uh, what the fuck did they call it? Like a financial, Forecast, forecaster. So he could be like, this economy is going to collapse based on this, this, and this. And then the economy would collapse hmm. because they like looked into what he, you know what I'm saying? They're just, okay. just like dumb shit like that. Um, the world's a fucking weird place, man. It like, really is. People put a lot of stock into what other rich people say. And uh, that's the main progenesis of what the fuck he had going on. So. Anyway, I'm not trying to spend hours on George Soros. What I'm really trying to get at is to just like lay a frame of where the mindset is. And the mindset is that if this QAnon thing, if you look at like what George Soros was doing and you look at like what Russia was doing on social media, playing all angles, trying to get anyone extreme involved in anything, seeing any fire that would start pouring gasoline on it that could easily be done with this QAnon shit. It could be one of the greatest troll jobs of all time. And it could just be literally anybody getting online, posting some crazy shit and then signing Q at the end of it. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Like there's no way to trace it. There's no way to figure it out. There's no way to know that that's not what's going on. And then it, it, it could have been trolled to like the, a level so high. Like there's a fucking radio host making tons of money off of this shit. Like Donald Trump has referenced shit like that. There's still people, even after the Mueller report came out, holding up Q signs. Like there was two members of a SWAT team that met. Um, <laughs> I don't even remember the stupid fucking Mike Pence. Yeah. I didn't even remember the stupid fucking vice president's name for a second. Yeah. There's like SWAT officers that had the Q logo and were like talking to Mike Pence. They, they got photographed and they were like reprimanded for having like extra shit on there. It's just silly ass shit. In my opinion, yeah. I, I, I am fairly certain it's just some good ass trolling. I'm pretty sure that like someone or a group of people or people playing off of the group of people or people playing off of like something like Russia just try to like see how much dumb shit people will believe. Yeah. Like, how far will they take it? I mean, there is stock in that and there is funny shit yeah, in that. It's so, not hard over no, here. No, it's really not. And it's that's not the hard. shit part about it. But however, there's some really horrible shit in the world that does not do any favors to thinking that there is not crazy pedophile rings. Like this guy, John of God. You ever heard of this motherfucker? No. So John of God first got famous because there was an Oprah Winfrey special about him. She featured this guy that was down in Brazil. He was a celebrity faith healer. Uh, he was just doing, you know, your classic guru bullshit. Yeah. Like the the main hustle, the only thing he was doing wrong with what you would think is like, profiting off of being a spiritual healer. He described himself as a medium, right? So his different angle than being like through Jesus is he was supposedly a medium through like 90 different deceased doctors, psychiatrists, people of faith ministers, like that was working as a team to heal people through him. So like if you went to his compounds, what he would do is he would get these spirits to perform surgery on you. And he was like, also busted out in this whole thing for, he was doing like actual surgeries, but it was like sleight of hand shit. Uh, so he would like fake cut people open and have like a bloody fake tumor in his hand. <laughs> that was a powerful fart. Thanks, that was real. Uh, as opposed to these surgeries, <laughs> but he would like, just have like a magic trick where he would, it would look like he cut someone open or it looked like he stuck his hand in somebody's stomach and pulled out a tumor, but it was just all sleight of hand bullshit. Yeah. And so people would be like, Oh my God, he really is doing these crazy surgeries. But then most of it was like, he would go there and give him thousands of fucking dollars and he would give you some bullshit supplements and blessed water and you would pay him an absurd amount of money for that. So he's like Alex Jones. Uh, yeah, kind of, but Alex Jones at least is not telling people that he's like healing them. Yeah. Like that's dangerous, you know? Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. it's, it's on you for being stupid enough to believe it. Yeah. But like I say, I mean, he, he would tell people that it's like these, so like they would do, it would be these doctors, right? Yeah. And he would channel them and they would do, they would heal you through surgery, mm. but it would be like ghost surgery. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Dr. Kevorkian. No, nah, that guy's cool, man. I mean, but isn't he dead? Oh. Yeah, I guess you might be summoning yeah, yeah, him yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you just want to commit suicide yeah. and like there it's not legal to have some. That's how you get away with it. I mean, I actually summoned Dr. Kevorkian. That's why I'm such a piece of shit. Yeah. He possessed me. Yeah, that's tight. So all right. Uh <laughs> this shit's crazy. So there's no like to just ease you into what the theory is, is he was 
accused, believe it or not, uh, this is at least 70% true, that he sold hundreds of babies for thousands of dollars because he kept impregnating teenage slaves he kept at rural gym mines in these Brazilian farms that he had. What the fuck? And when I say 75% true, confirmed had the gym mines, Mm -hmm. used the gyms in his healing practices, sold the gyms, confirmed had teenage girl slaves working at them, confirmed impregnated hundreds of them. Oh, my God. No, not confirmed where the babies are at. (laughs) Oh, shit. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, so there was a late night TV show on Brazil's Globo TV, and uh, they aired this woman who wanted to bust him out. At the time that he got arrested, he was 77 years old. Uh, He was arrested December 17th of 2018 on the outskirts of Abadiana, which is just some rural Brazil bullshit. And he got arrested on rape charges because a woman came forward. And after she came forward on the late night show, 600 women accused him of sexually abusing them when they came to his clinic, which was called uh, Casa de Dom Ignacia de Loyolo in Abadania, Brazil. Um, the woman bitten court said that uh, that worked with him, said that he shipped babies to at least three different continents for as much as $40,000 a pop. And uh, what he would do is lure poor teenage girls to work in the mines. And he was actually mining emeralds, so he was getting rich as shit off of that. The girls were always between the ages of 14 and 18, and the reason that they came is because they were poor. He told them that he would feed them and clothe them and take care of them. And then on top of not doing those things very well, he turned them into sex slaves. What the fuck? Yeah. And uh, again, there's no confirmation of him shipping these babies out. It's just word of people that worked on the farm. Yeah. But there's also no babies, and there is proof of these women being pregnant and like having that. There's like no way around it. You know what, what I mean? What the hell? Yeah. And uh, supposedly there was hundreds of girls enslaved over the years, uh, and th- and that was his intention from the first place. Is that yeah, you can make money off emeralds and hustling shit, but you can make a ton of money. And the, <clears throat> they they have testimonies from several families of the, like unaccounted for girls, just mm-hmm. like Elizabeth Bathory. Yeah, how there would be like a poor family. The dude would show up. He would entice them to come work for him, and then they would never be seen again. So it's still not seen today. So the, she, his assistant, alleges, or not assistant, but someone that worked on the farm with him, alleges that after they gave birth. And the child got sent away to make the trail go cold. He just murdered him. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. And so, again, he is in prison. He had he surrendered himself. And there are several, like, legitimate charges that he's facing of, like, documented sexual assault. Nowhere around that. Same thing with pregnancies. Same thing with missing people. You know, and he's like, no, no, no. God, God's going to sort the whole thing out. I mean, there's plenty of video. Oprah took the whole thing down. Where does this tie into fucking uh, our American government and the Illuminati and Pizzagate? Well, you got to think that if there is pedophile rings here in America, mm-hmm. the kids got to come from somewhere. Yep. Anywhere. Now, we looked at like the case of Jimmy Seville in England on one of our Illuminati files, and he would go to orphanages. Yeah. And this was a, a much earlier time. Yeah. 70s. 
and just manipulate them into letting him have kids and then taking them out onto his boat, raping them and murdering them. Yeah. So you could believe that the reason that, that they were farming babies was to mail to pedophile rings to have homegrown children to abuse. Wow. Now, that's a hard thing to angle, even given the information. And like I said, it's, I'm guessing it's probably 75% true. Mm-hmm. Um, I could definitely see mothers in places of the world that like something's wrong. They can't get pregnant. They have money. It's just not happening. Yeah. Paying cash money for a baby. That doesn't seem that far-fetched to me. No. Uh, it also, unfortunately, doesn't seem extremely far-fetched for a few pedophiles to get on the action. No. Uh, the thing is about this guy, though, is that he had several famous clients. Several what? Famous clients. Okay. That he had spiritually advised. And uh, Bill Clinton. That's where I'm going with this. Bill Clinton. He spiritually advised him? Was spiritually advised with this man. Now, the for problem. Real? For this, real? Uh, okay. So, when we say for real. Um, he was among his list of clientele when he spoke with Oprah. Okay. But then, you know, they tried to completely disassociate with it once he got in trouble. Yeah. But how come always Bill Clinton is involved <laughs> every time there's like high level pedophilia? Yeah. It's always Bill, baby. Oh, my God. So huh. it's like. As somebody who's been on the wrong side of conspiracy theories, Mm -hmm. you don't want to always say, okay, look, the Clintons, they've done all these horrible things. There's not a lot of proof. Yeah. But there also is a lot of proof. Uh There's a lot of dead bodies around. Yep. And there really is. There really is. I mean, you know, it it could be by... Coincidence for sure could be by circumstance or <laughs> it could be that they're just doing insane shit all the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hate to throw fire on it, but this John of God thing seems pretty damning. Not in like the Pizzagate, because I don't think any I don't think anybody would ever go down for it because, uh, you know, and, and also, you know, his assistant claimed that she saw Bill Clinton there. Mm hmm. And uh, there's no official word from Bill Clinton. I mean, there never would be. You know what I mean? So, but like I said, that's like how they partially pitched it to fucking Oprah to get her over there. To and Oprah, it's not like she hasn't done dumb shit. Like I mean, Joel Osteen. I would never be surprised if he came out as like a horrible fucking person. Yeah. I mean, he has in ways by just being like a over the top money hustler. And as supposed religious figure, but he's never, I don't think he's been accused of like pedophilia or anything like that, but he was on Oprah talking about like, why use so much money and shit. I mean, she, it's not like she has like a great track record with picking high upstanding human beings. <laughs> what really starts to fucking blow my mind with this shit. It's like every fucking stone you unturn, you find Bill Clinton. Yes. Why is that? Do you think it's because he's easy to point the finger at because he is a sexual animal? Uh Or do you just think that he is involved in the most insane shit of all time? I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's weird. With every conspiracy, you can almost, all conspiracies almost lead into each other. And and it always leads to one thing at the very top. There's these elite group of people fucking kids and just fucking your lives up, making you work a 40-hour work week so you 
you have to pay taxes and everything just sucks. And that's why shit is bad. Yeah. And, and a like, lot of times it's a cop out. Yeah. For like, you know, it's easy to put the blame on somebody else. But man, God damn it, dude. It's, it is just not. It's not outside the realm of imagination for me that there is people. And the, what I the way I always look at it is like when we talked about the fucking um, Illuminati. Yeah. The, well, I mean, you know, the Illuminati in general, but the Bilderberg group, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and they meet up in the Bohemian Grove, uh-huh. and they do do weird rituals, uh-huh. and it's been proven. And fucking like that's back when Alex Jones was cool, man. He like yeah. showed up in a fucking canoe and saw them all. I mean, they one hundred percent were hiring like gay porn actors to be right. like, the, to serve food and shit there, you know. But what? But my my thing about that is like, okay, so is that is most likely just a bunch of rich ass motherfuckers, yeah, who are bored as hell. And want to do weird shit because when you have like, there's a certain point when you have so much and you've done everything. Yeah. What else is there to do? I don't know. Just a bunch of weird drugs and gay shit. Yeah. But you think about like dudes for money. Ron Howard. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. You know what he did? What's that? He just like made to where his brother Clint Howard could make the best worst fucking movies ever. Yeah. That guy's cool, man. But uh, I watched a movie the other night with him in it called The Ice Cream Man. Okay. And he's a serial killer. He's all yeah. fucked up and shit. But one of the funniest things ever is this kid's running from him after he just kills his friend. And he's like, and the ice cream man always gets his kids. And that's what I'm thinking about Roger Clinton, maybe. Maybe that's what's going Okay, on. don't look at your phone again, dude, because you come back stupid as shit when you do. I know, but that's what, I mean, just say it, you know. Those are traffic of kids, ice cream man. It's the ideal movie. He's just making ice cream out of them. And that's where we're going here. They're making ice cream out of kids. I hate myself. <laughs> I truly hate what my life has become. Uh, but, but okay, all right. So where I was going with that is okay. All right. So you have done all that weird shit. Mm-hmm. You've done everything that you possibly can, except have sex with children. Yeah. Is that 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 doesn't seem? There's a lot of things that I haven't done, and that's like the very, very, very last thing at the end of the list that right, I would even if, consider. If you were born infinitely rich, and your father was born infinitely rich, uh-huh. and his father was born infinitely rich, you never have anything to worry about. You can get away with whatever you want to. You never have struggle, and you've already experienced everything that you can. I mean, as illegal as it gets by the time you're like 15. Uh-huh. It really seems to me like if like besides your run of the mill like pedophile, yeah. It really seems to me if you just Occam's razor it, this seems like a very likely category of of purchase pedophilia. Yeah, because like you've already had sex with everything. Uh huh. You're just bored with it all, man. And so they like rare shit. Yeah. It's like when people buy a tiger penis. You know what I mean? To eat, to get all fucking. Yeah. yeah like yeah. With the, that's just like rich flex shit. Yeah. So there's got to be a circle of people where being a pedophile is just rich flex shit. Like, oh, guys, I fucking bought this kid for a cool million bucks. Let's uh, I mean, it definitely over. is. I mean, I think we've gone over this a, a plenty of times. Well, that's uh, I mean, that's always part of the Illuminati files. Yeah. Like you were saying, I mean, this is where it always leads and it sucks. Yeah. Because this shit does happen. I, I mean, mean, a majority you know, of a majority of people that purchase kids overseas are white, rich Americans. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a fact, a fact. And so. you and, and like you like you have your hands dirty in sex trafficking on the good side of it, like yeah. trying to save people from the shit. So yeah. you see the dirt of it day to day. I mean, it's one of the most financially booming industries in the world I, I can i can tell you that there is definitely 
for these people to get away with it the way they do. It is. It definitely has to do with money. Yes. Paying people off, things like that. And I live. I mean, we live in a town where corruption was. I mean, we were supposed to be the original Las Vegas Hot Springs was. Yeah. I mean, we got gangsters left and right, but I mean, we. It's still a pretty corrupt place in a lot of ways. Um, but it is pretty prevalent. I mean, to the point where the the Operation Underground Railroad people like literally came to our town to talk about yeah how bad it is here. You know. Yeah, I mean, when you when there's pockets of corruption like that in America, which like you know we did the Bill on an Illuminati file, we did the Bill Clinton media yeah. connection. I mean, and if you look back at that, that shit all happened. Yeah, that's not like hearsay. The only hearsay part is tying is how much did Bill Clinton know? Because yeah. people went down for it, and the kids, the two kids, actually being murdered, but they were stabbed. Yeah, and then run over by a train. Uh huh. It's just no one went down for that. Well, they just said that they just smoked a lot of weed and got high and then fucking fell asleep on the tracks, man. Yeah, and they deep covered that up. So it's like in good old boy and deep political networks like Chicago even. Yeah. Where, where that type of thing exists, it it almost becomes a game to see how much you can get away with. Because sure. what the fuck else are you going to do? You're already bored. Like, what are you going to, like, the, we, we were talking about that Motley Crue, The Dirt. Yeah. And the like, they did all. They did like bush league shit. Yeah, like making a girl squirt by eating her out in front of your friends yeah. at, a, at a coke party. That's or, that is that like yeah. the people that already had money. Again, infinite family money for forever. We're probably doing that when they were eight. Whoa, <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean, right? Yeah, like. I just think about like that book, Curious George, where he's like walking him out in the rain. Yeah, just yeah. sell to pedophiles. He's like, just slap on that old raincoat. You know, it's yeah. so weird that the the monkeys, I'm the man in the yellow hat. Yeah, aka that's the, that's the dead. Yeah, aka your Illuminati handler. That's wild. Let me bring you out here, George, and show you some things in life you never thought were possible, like having sex with Bill Clinton. Man, Curious George is just like fucking George W. Fucking, that's all based on his childhood. Yeah. They're like, we'll just set it like this, but yeah. it'll really be about squirting at eight. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, a curious George falls into the giraffe exhibit at the zoo when curious George W. Bush fell into the pedophile wasp nest at the Skull and Bone Society. And it's just Blackie Lawless coming out. Oh, my God. <laughs> Don't ever accuse Blackie Lawless man, Blackie of being a pedophile. Is, he would never dude. do that, nah, man. man. He's really on the right side of the Lord. Yeah, I he mean, he definitely is now. He don't <laughs> claim it, man. He don't claim it. He does it. Yeah, that's true, man. He's he out there doing he's, good he's shit. action. Uh, and then, you know, to me, the most goddamning thing of all time involved in all this political shit that uh, I mean, I, that, and this leads us back to our early Alex Jones days, because this is one of the things that he talked about that I just could not wrap my head around that ended up being true. And that is the Lolita Express, my friend, Jeffrey Epstein. And he got known in 2005. Um, they, he was known as like a quirky, reclusive billionaire. He was a friend to the uh, princes in England. Friends of, He was a friend of Bill Clinton. He was a friend of Donald Trump. He was described as a power broker. And he got accused of uh, recruiting several dozens of underage girls into a sex slave network. And then anytime that they would speak out about it, he would just give them a copious amount of money and move along. He's only been convicted of one count of soliciting prostitution from a minor. He had a private Caribbean island 
people that have been there, confirmed been there. Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew, and the worst of all, Stephen Hawking. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> God, man. Yeah, dude. Okay. Imagine getting fucked by that guy. Okay. Yeah, no, no. Hold on. One, let me, I, I, we're going to, but give me one oh, second. Oh, no. <laughs> all right. So, I'm so soft right now. Now, Jeffrey, okay. Again, he's only been charged with one count of soliciting sex from a minor. Now, everyone that knows him has basically confirmed, like, yeah, the dude's a creepy pedophile. He totally got out of trouble with having all of the money. He has friends with Donald Trump, Bill Clinton, all types of dignitaries. And I'll get into where Donald Trump's on the record talking about him and shit. He does. He like definitely had this island in the Caribbean that he owns. They called it Orgy Island. Now, it's really up to you to believe because he got away with it. If it was all underage kids there, if there was some adult shit going on. too. Okay, so I would like to look first of all, just with the information that this like fuck Stephen Hawking. But I just imagine I'm in in my scenario. I'm just gonna make them adults because that makes me feel a lot better. Okay, but he just says I prove that there are black quantum wormholes in the universe. Now bend over and show me your wormhole, bitch. I don't want to, Stephen. I have paid five million United States of America grant dollars towards researching what. The back wall of your pussy feels like. And he just has like two people that like helps him slam pussy <laughs> onto his dick because he can't <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah, know? yeah. Yeah, it's Bill Clinton. That what if that yeah, hey, okay. All right. <laughs> let's let's make Bill, ahead, let rip, man. <laughs> let's make let, let's make Bill Clinton the good guy in the story. And what if the only reason he was there is to help Stephen Hawking bust a nut? I mean, this is what the most brilliant mind of our time. As long as we're talking about, a, you know, adults here. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm okay. I, I, Yeah, okay. that's what I said. Yeah. These are all adults in our movie. Um, so let's Phew. say that, that maybe just Bill Clinton um, and Prince Andrew went there. I'm going to tell you, a kid's going to be bored to death. Listen to that <laughs> robot talk. He's just like, I'm not fucking that. There's no, nothing interesting going on Why? here. Don't say a kid, please. But that's what we're talking about. I know. But the, the kid doesn't want to have sex with anybody. Nobody does. But how did I mean? Well, nobody wants to have sex with Stephen Hawking. But a kid. He was married no, twice. Yeah. But they and he cheated the money. The money. Okay, yeah, you're right. So, OK. OK. Listen, 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 listen. Let's make Orgy Island just a place where Stephen Hawking went to have sex. And the various dignitaries knew how important Stephen Hawking was to uh, the like to the world. Yeah. And so they just went and like helped him have sex. So it's like, oh, I was uh Come on down here with me and my friend Jeff on his private island. And what I'll do for you, Steven, since you've done so much for this great country, is just uh, grab one of these horny young women by their hips and slide them up and down your giant crippled penis. But if it's crippled penis, does it work? Well, just, yeah, I mean, that's the only thing that works on it. (laughs) That what so you know how he's like all of his fingers work. <laughs> you know how he's like supposedly like talking with his mind through that thing. Yeah. Oh, what if okay. he was just actually like he was just typing stuff with his big ass dick? Whoa. He's like, hold on, I am losing my erection. Please show me your pussy so that I may keep on typing these sentences. Now, I have paid a premium price to come to this island and find out what is the relationship between the Milky Way and a new galaxy, which is in fact 
Your giant pussy. <laughs> Just get him a goddamn parrot. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, man. He <laughs> just talks to That's his... That's the old school computer did, right Yeah, there, just man. talks to his fucking dick. These motherfuckers comes. had peg legs and couldn't really talk, so he just had a parrot walking around on his shoulder with him. I'm gay. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> crap. One of the wildest things I've ever seen before is this dude that I used to work for a strip club. He had uh, those Mexican hairless dogs, and he had two parrots, and two of the parrots were on one of those dogs just calling... Calling people assholes and shit, but yes, what the fuck, dude? It was and it's weird. He bought a furniture store and converted it into a house. See, that's how like, you know that Hot Springs has got weird shit going on. Yes. When there's like somebody that's got that much money, where they're like, "Well, see, I mean, again, that's what leads to pedophilia." Yeah, dude. Like he did it all. You okay? The, the the next stop from buying hairless dogs and putting parrots on them that talk and buying furniture stores, you're out of shit to do. You got to fuck kids. That's the only next option. Mm, yeah. I mean, we ain't too far from. But what else? I mean, yeah, that's a crazy. Unless he's fucking the <laughs> everything that he's done to the dogs, fucking them. Like the parrots picked up on, he's like fucking them, and then the the parrots are like letting you know that he fucked those dogs. <laughs> like it's all this shit that he called nah, the dogs. I Asshole! I Chihuahua. <laughs> yeah, oh God. <laughs> uh, all right, so there there was a 2011 court filing that alleged an Epstein victim named Virginia Roberts Geffrey saw Bill Clinton and Prince Andrew on the island, though she never saw the former president do anything improper. Guffrey accused Prince Andrew of having sex with her when she was a minor. And, uh, but of course, Buckingham Palace denies it. Um, <laughs> do you know who James Patterson is? Mm, that sounds familiar. He is like a very well-known fiction author that like my grandma would read. Yeah. yeah like, yeah. like okay. thrillers. So Epstein lives a mile away from him in Palm Beach. And so he was like, he wrote a book about him with some other authors uh, called Filthy Rich, a powerful billionaire, the sex scandal that undid him and all the justice that money can buy. Uh, it was with John Connolly and Tim Malloy. The book has detailed police interviews with girls who were allegedly sexually abused by Epstein and the others that were ran in a circle. Uh, Geffrey in the book said that Epstein's ex-girlfriend, Giseline Maxwell, who was a daughter of the late tycoon Robert Maxwell, abused her. Giseline Maxwell denied allegations of enabling abuse like she was roping. Then that's all. That's a classic tactic of uh, sex trafficking is like have another teenager that like no this is cool like come on like come yeah. hang out. We got drugs. We got booze. Yeah. you. They always say like you know they they want you to think that they're your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever that's how they get that's how they get them on board you know yeah it's like yeah your mom really fucking sucks i can't believe they grounded you i'll be your boyfriend you yeah. want to meet up at the mall you know yep. just take some pictures you're a model yep you know maybe we can do this somewhere else and then next thing you know you're just getting transported dude and that's the reality of it and so patterson found out about him just from living in and so what epstein ended up having to do is he got a plea deal he served 13 months on the charge of soliciting prostitution from a 14 year old girl yeah so you know there's smoke there's fucking fire now epstein has spent most of his adult life cultivating relationships with the world's most powerful men which is again what happens when you have money now what fucked bill clinton on this whole thing is that even though you have a private plane the pilots of that, even though they work for you, they have to keep a flight log in that flight log from dates, 2001 to 2003, Bill Clinton flew on Epstein's fire plane 26 times confirmed the name of the plane 
the Lolita Express. Damn. I think that was actually dubbed by the press, but... <laughs> Uh, so Epstein got arrested in 2006. That's when they reviewed his federal tax records. That very year, 2006, Epstein donated $25,000 to the Clinton Foundation. Holy shit. Yep. Uh, and then, uh, like, where is he tying with Donald Trump? Well, he was at that resort Mar-a-Lago that Donald Trump goes to all the time. Yeah. Which is his resort. That's where he's always playing golf at and shit. And the two of them were friends. Uh, supposedly Trump went to dinner at Epstein's house all the time, which was always, it was like a Playboy Mansion type of thing. There was always models there. In 2003, New York Magazine reported that Trump attended a dinner party at Epstein's honoring Bill Clinton. Mm-hmm. Just goes to show you, everyone's fucking tied together. Now, if you look at the Pizzagate angle of this, that is Donald Trump getting the inside information and becoming disgusted with what was actually going on, and now he's trying to take it down, which, again, would be fucking awesome, but yeah. it's not turning out that way no. at all. <laughs> uh, the, the, so Epstein had this little black book. Uh, the, of the numbers inside that book, Tony Blair, former prime minister of England, Naomi Campbell, Dustin Hoffman, Michael Bloomberg, former mayor of New York, and Richard Branson. One of the richest motherfuckers of all time, who I'm sure is up to some sketchy fucking bullshit. Well, I usually follow the cash. You'll find a weird rash. (laughs) (laughs) Now, in the 2006 conclusion of this case, Palm Beach police noted that a search of Epstein's home uncovered two hidden cameras. Supposedly, there was a six-year-old civil lawsuit filed by Jane Doe number three, who is the now wife of his, Geoffrey. She alleged, or um, I'm sorry, fucking idiot. That's who he was like, his girlfriend. She's now married and has gone back and said that Epstein wired his mansion with hidden cameras to record orgies involving his rich friends with underage girls, which again is a classic tactic of all these secret societies. I mean, we've looked at that over and over again, skull and bones. They make you do horrific, sketchy shit. They film it and then they use it as blackmail. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we were talking about in one of the Illuminati files about pedophilia with like Jimmy Seville, we keep going back to it because it's the most, it's pretty disturbing. It's very disturbing, but it has the most confirmed evidence of any of this shit and all the elite people that were tied up in it. I mean, what they would do, his group of people, would get elite men, get them to have sex with someone underage, film it, and have the footage. Or if they didn't want to participate in it, they would have sex with the underage person in front of them, film that, and then use that as blackmail. Yeah. Oh, you were complicit in it. You didn't say anything. We Like, here you are. <laughs> you're at this party, and this is what we're doing, and you're on camera, so now you're in their back pocket. And if you're that fucking rich and you want to fucking influence other people with more than just money, that's the way to do it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I can think of a thousand different ways to do it. That's not that. And so Jane Doe, number three, whose name hasn't come out yet, but she is like basically one of the people that have big time blown the whistle to the government. Yeah. She alleged that she had been forced to have sex with numerous prominent American politicians, powerful business executives, a well-known prime minister, Tony Blair. And other world leaders. They uncovered a lot of detail about the police investigation and a lot about the girls and what happened to them and the effect on their lives. Is a quote from James Peterson in the, in the book that he had. 
I want to read the book, you know, like I just found out about it. I knew about the Lolita Express. I knew about Epstein and I knew that he was tied to Clinton and Trump, but I didn't exactly know how fucking deep it went. Now, Epstein is 65 right now. Um, he was born in Brooklyn. He had a middle class upbringing. His father worked for the New York Parks Department and his parents were just run of the mill. Like supposedly nothing weird happened and they really fucking focused on their son being more successful than they were and went out of their way to make sure it happened for him, which is another weird thing about this whole thing because he's not an old money guy, which is what you would expect for somebody like this. Yeah. But again, that's probably why he uses blackmail and corruption to fucking sneak his way in. You know what I'm saying? Sure. He wants to be one of the lead, but he's not old money. He's even though he's got the most money, he's still new money. And no one knows exactly how he got his money. Uh, supposedly, he was genius level, super fucking smart. He skipped two grades. He graduated Lafayette High School in 1969, went to Cooper Union, dropped out in 1971. And by 1973, this dropout was teaching calculus and physics at Dalton. He toured the son of Bear Stearns executive. Then after that, Epstein applied his facility with numbers on Wall Street but left Bear Systems under a cloud in 1981. That's when he started his own business. Bear Stearns, sorry. Bear Stearns is a uh, big-time fucking Wall Street company. That's not something I would know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I, if I said it to some people who knew about Wall Street, I'm sure they'd be like, whoa, Bear Stearns. So anyway, he went and fucked him over, started his own business, J. Epstein and Company. The bar for the entry at the new firm was high. According to a 2002 profile in New York Magazine, Epstein took on clients who turned over $1 billion at minimum for him to manage. Clients also had to pay a flat fee and sign over their power of attorney to Epstein, allowing him to do whatever he saw fit with their money. Now, that only works because he's good at what he does. He's like a numbers genius. He knows what he's doing. He made tons of people tons of money, and including himself. But that's also using that ability to influence people and, and sneak his way into already rich people. So if yeah. you, you had to at least have a billion dollars and you want to make more money, you, you turn to Epstein and he started turning it over for you. But, but no one to this day knows how he did it or how he was able to get a billion dollar fortune himself. And in addition to the money that he had, he fucking owns a block long nine story mansion on Manhattan's Upper East Side, which is like the most expensive real estate in the world. I think outside of San Francisco and Tokyo, he owns a six point eight million dollar mansion in Palm Beach, Florida, 18 million dollar property in New Mexico. And of course, the 70 acre private Caribbean island helicopter and the Lolita Express is a Boeing 727. He also owns a Gulfstream 5. So uh, the the idea that um, somebody who had like they interviewed somebody who had followed investing forever to try to figure out exactly what he did. Um, they said that he he maintains a manly management firm, but uh, no one can get it straight because you would get like like most people if they were in that business and they wanted to be real successful at it, you would make somebody a ton of money. And then you would be able to explain to another client how you did it. And yeah. that, would, that would become like known. Like, whoa. So it, like, let's say if it happened to you in the 70s or 80s, they're like, okay, well, I thought that Apple was going to be a hot stock. So I bought a shitload of it and we sold it. And that's how we got rich. And I saw that coming. That would be good for your resume because you know how to see the future, basically. So that's the type of thing that you would want to be forthcoming about. But FC doesn't do that, which is completely against the normative. So... 
there's really no, I mean, the, probably the reason he got rich is because he blackmailed them all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's a, that would be, that's why it, it doesn't like 100% make what we would call common sense, but it does make a little bit of sense in the fact that there's no trail of how he got people or of how he got rich yeah. or how he got people rich. And there's no trail of the people getting more rich, but yet his business kept going on. So if he was had like a fucking backlog of children for rich people that go and party and have sex with i mean like what if they didn't know too you know what i mean yeah. what if they were just like hanging out with the dude like trying to get to know him to see if they want to work with him or not and he takes them all at the party and gets them all coked up and they just have sex with somebody and he films it yeah. or they have an orgy and they, 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 no one they you know they, not that they did the right thing but they don't know how the age of the people involved and then they're all kids Ooh. And then he's got it on camera. Mm -hmm. And so he can just say like, okay, well, I'm going to need a billion dollars from you or yeah. I'm going to tell everybody. Yeah. That, that seems not that hard to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, no. For someone in that position. Oh, crap, man. Yeah. And so, um, someone that knew him pretty well said that he told them that he had 300 people working for him and it's common theory that he manages Rockefeller money. Hmm. Yeah. We all know where that leads. Yeah. Jay-Z. <laughs> Jay-Z. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he's basically... Everyone that's ever met him and got to know him said that they don't even know him. Like, he's just so good at presenting himself as one way, and who knows what the fuck he's got going on behind closed doors. Yeah. I mean, he's a through-and-through -through business personality. Um, everyone that's ever known... Epstein said that he had a predilection for young women. No one ever said that uh, young illegal just for his like, you know, young women. If you're in your 60s could be a 30 year old. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so like what Trump said is that uh, his self professed image as a loner egghead and teetotaler was not completely accurate. And here's a quote from Donald Trump in 1990. Okay. Again, he got busted in 2005. Uh -huh. He was on the way up in the in the 80s and 90s. Trump said, I've known Jeff for 15 years. Terrific guy. He's lots of fun to be with. It is even said that he likes beautiful women as much as I do. And many of them are on the younger side. No doubt about it. Jeffrey enjoys his social life. Whew. Sketchy. Yeah, and like, brother. If you told me Donald Trump fucked a kid, I'm not going to have a problem believing that. No. Because he's like... He, like, got famous by being a rich guy that fucked hot young models. Yeah. Like, that is legit how he got to be known. Man. He was just, like, a goofy-looking dude that, like, <laughs> was fucking loaded and had all this shit. Just was being opulent and having sex with models and shit. Mm -mm. Definitely drinking their pee. Yeah, so after Long Beach, or after Palm Beach had arrested them, uh, and then the profile run, it had all come out in the news. A Palm Beach officer, Michael Pagan, got a uh, message from a woman that said that her 14-year-old stepdaughter told a friend that she had sex with the older man for money. The guy's name was Jeff, and he lived in that mansion in a cul-de-sac. Officer Pagan persuaded the woman to bring her stepdaughter down so she could be interviewed. The girl's name is Mary, and like several of the girls that ended up coming forward, uh, she was in the poor area surrounding Palm Beach. Uh, Mary said that uh, he told that Jeffrey, a, a associate of Jeff, 
Epstein told her that she could make hundreds of dollars in one hour just for massaging some middle-aged guy's feet. She said that the person who came to tell her about it was a young girl. And she said that lots of girls have been doing it. Some of them do it up to three times a week. And then Mary said that she had been driven to a mansion on El Brillo Way, where a female member of his staff took her up to a pink carpeted staircase. And I'm just going to like... This is traditional of sex trafficking. Exactly. You start with a younger, you have a young girl around the same age of the person you're trying to get involved. Yeah. And then you move to another lady that's like, oh, no, it's cool. Or like, you know, maybe older. It's like, no, it's fine. It'll be, you'll be all right. I'm a consultant, you know, or whatever. This is fucking sick, man. Yeah. And I'm just going to like make sure you know now that the reason I'm like going through the details of this uh, is not to upset you. So if you got like a problem. I mean, we all have a problem with child abuse, but if it's something, I mean, you know, it's happened to me and buddy. Yeah. Uh, if it's something that's going to upset you and it's going to give you a reaction that you're not going to recover from, from a few days, just, uh, you know, skip a few minutes ahead because, yeah. uh, I mean, it's not like it's super graphic, but it's just the way that this is described because again, when you're looking at like, you know, you, you could cons- consider this whole thing a conspiracy theory. Cause again, literally Bill Clinton, Rode on this guy's private jet to his island and around other places. It was at least in his plane twenty three times. Yeah, when it was twenty six, right? That was the number. Okay, twenty six. Maybe twenty. Yeah, I mean that's still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, three yeah. more times. I'm glad you're on top uh, of the numbers. I'm not um, that fucking hammered though, so it's cool. Well, yeah, good. Um, but yeah, I mean, just one time is too many. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, man. Uh, so anyway, um, yeah, I'm just giving you a heads up. If this if that sort of thing really fucks you up, then uh, you know. Skip forward like five minutes. So the female staffer, also young, took her up a pink staircase. She went into a room with a massage table. There was an armoire topped with sex toys and a photograph of like a toddler pulling her underwear off. (sighs) Epstein comes in the room and he only has a towel on. He takes the towel off and uh, Mary told the officer he was a really built guy, but his wee wee was very tiny. Damn. (laughs) You know it's small when he's, she says wee-wee. Yeah. So Mary says that Epstein got on the table and then barked orders at her like she was a piece of meat. And she had never had an experience, period. And uh, she told police that she was alone in the room with him and she became terrified. So she did what he said. She removed her pants, leaving her thong panties on. She straddled his back, which exposed her butt. And she was touching Epstein's exposed butt. Epstein then turned on his side and started to rub his penis in an up and down motion. He pulled out a purple vibrator and began to massage Mary's vaginal area. Again, that's like police yeah. report. Palm Beach assigned six more detectives to the investigation. They conducted what is called a trash pool of Epstein's garbage. Where they sift through paper with phone numbers, used condoms, toothbrushes, worn underwear. And one of the pools, police found a piece of paper with Mary's phone number on it. Just corroborating the entire thing. Mm. Along with the number of the person who recruited her. And how did they know that? Because Mary told them who it was. They independently found her phone number, and then they found that phone number in the trash. On September 11th, 2005, detectives got their bigger break. Uh, the girl that they were calling Allison told Detective Joe Recary that she had been going to Epstein's house since she was 16. Allison had been working at the Wellington Green Mall trying to save up for a trip to Maine when a friend told her, 
you can get a plane ticket to Maine in two hours. We'll just go get this guy a massage and he'll pay us 200 bucks, according to what she told police. Allison told Rick Carey that she visited Epstein hundreds of times. She said he had bought her a new 2005 Dodge Neon, plane tickets, given her spending money, and Allison said that she asked to emancipate from her parents so she could live with Jeffrey full-time as his, quote, sex slave. And again, you know, it sounds like that's something that she wants to do, but that's manipulation. No, man. I mean, you know, her life is being enriched, but, like, the blanket of trauma... And shock covers up what's actually going on. Yeah. And then once it all hits her, she has to live with that. And that's why she's coming forward to the police. And she said that Epstein slowly escalated his sexual request. And despite Allison insisting that they would never have intercourse, she said that one time he bent her over a table and put himself in her without her permission. And then Allison asked police if what Epstein had done to her was rape and told police that if she was too afraid to say something like that, because if he got in trouble, she figured she would probably get killed. And then Allison asked, said to police, uh, this is just like the conversation that she had with officer Recarry. before I say anything else, is it possible? I'm going to have to go to court or anything. And then Recarry said, I mean, what he did to you is a crime. I'm not going to lie to you. She said, would you consider a rape what he did? And he said, if he put himself inside of you without permission, that is a crime. That is a crime. And Allison said, I don't want my family to find out about this because Jeffrey's going to get me. You guys realize that, right? I'm not safe. I'm not safe anymore. So why are you not safe? Has he said he's hurt people before? Allison said, well, I've heard him make threats to people on the telephone. And yeah, of course he has. Rick Harry said, you're going to die or he's going to break your legs or, and she said all of the above. Damn. And Allison told officer Rick Harry that Epstein got so violent with her himself one time that he ripped her hair out and threw her around. She, I mean, she said, there's been nights I walked out, barely able to walk from him being so rough with me. Two months later, Rick Harry interviewed Epstein's former house manager that had worked there for 11 years. And documented in his probable case of affidavit, Mr. Alessi. Alessi said that Epstein receives three massages a day. Towards the end of his employment, the masseuses appear to be 16, 17 years of age at the most. What the fuck, man? And that Alessi would have to wash off a vibrator and a long rubber penis, which were in the sink after the massage. Hmm. Another house manager, Alfredo Rodriguez, told Rick Carey that very young girls were giving Epstein massages two to three times a day. And in one instance, Epstein had Rodriguez deliver one dozen roses to Mary at her school. In May 2006, the Palm Beach Police Department filed a probable clause affidavit asking prosecutors to charge Epstein with four counts of unlawful sexual activity with the minor, which made it a second-degree felony, and one count of lewd and lascivious molestation of a 14-year-old minor, which is also a second-degree felony. Uh, Jeffrey is still a free man. He, Like I said, he had to serve 13 months uh, of an 18-month sentence in county jail, and the other six he got out on work release. Uh, it's still today running around free, and he's on record several uh settling like over 30 cases out of court with cash. Uh, Giffrey sued 
Ghislaine Maxwell in Manhattan Federal Court. That remember Ghislaine was his young girlfriend and Giffrey was a girl that he abused. Uh, and, and or vice versa. Fuck, it's vice versa. God damn it. I'm an idiot. Vice versa. <laughs> Ghislaine Maxwell got sued for defamation saying that Maxwell stated Jeffrey lied about Maxwell's recruitment of her and other age, underage girls. Epstein had been called in the court um, to testify in October 2018, and uh, he at least had to register as a sex offender. And then when he was interviewed about it, <laughs> what he said in his defense was, I'm not a sexual predator, I'm an offender. It's the difference between a murderer and a person who steals a bagel. What the fuck, man? And again... That and that's that was all I wanted to like read through and then collect some of the things that were the actual thing that he got charged for and just all the evidence that compounded that you can see how sketchy he was on his personal time for sure. But again, he had a private island. He was doing the shit and flying around. And I don't think that it's outside of the realm that somebody with that much money and that much influence could have access all around the world to hundreds of different children. And then bring in wealthy people and then to fucking take pictures of them for favors. And the fact that Bill Clinton was on his plane over 20 times. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Ah, man, it's just this type of depravity that it's like, you know, when you hear somebody like murdering somebody. Yeah. It's fucked up. But like, I think even even to do shit to a kid is way worse than murder. Yeah, we said this several times because it doesn't like. It, you know, in most cases, the person would probably almost rather die because it ruins generations of lives. Yeah, man. I mean, it it destroys a person for forever, forever. And uh, it does things to somebody that, I mean, often leads to suicide. It's just a goddamn nightmare. And yeah. the innocence of a child is worth m- way more than the life of an adult. For sure. So, you know, this whole thing makes me fucking sick. But what I wanted to do is just illustrate, no matter how batshit crazy conspiracy theories are, reality can often be much more batshit crazy. Yes. And uh, no matter what you believe about the Clintons, you have to know these are terrible people. (laughs) Like, again, I don't give a fuck about politics, but for fuck's sake, man, come on. And then, like, the shit with... uh, I mean, just all around, dude. Everyone sucks. Yeah. Like, I saw a video of Joe Biden, like, you know, that one that was, like, popping around where he was, like, groping, like, different little girls, like, on TV Kids, dude. Yeah, Kids. It's weird. Like, rubbing them, what smelling the them, yeah. kissing their Saying heads and shit. weird shit to them, and you can tell they're creeped out. Kids, dude. dude it's so wild. Like, little fucking kids, man. Uh, and it's, and I, yeah, I saw an article on, like, CNN that was like, that's just, like, a time gone by. No, it's not. It's not, dude. My grandpa would never rub a fucking girl's shoulder, like, a fucking young, any girl's shoulders, or fucking smell their hair. Get the fuck out of here. weird, Whisper in their ears. No, dude, that's not a time gone by. The the whole problem, like, again, why I could never trust politics is that everyone involved is fucking rich. And th- th- every time I see rich people, they're doing the terrible shit. Yeah. And th- th- no matter what happens, they just continue to be disgusting fucking scumbags. Oh, it, it just happens so much. Yeah. It's way more normal than not. Uh, so, you know, fuck the whole system. We need to burn it down and uh, start fresh. I've, yeah, I agree <laughs> with that completely. There's no way to make that happen. I mean, we're just spinning a wheel. We're voiceless. Yeah. So, you know. Just fucking worship the devil and get your dick sucked and get your pussy eaten as much as you can until you die. 
Yeah. By consenting adults. Yes. But that's it, man. That's just another twist and turn in the old Illuminati vault. Got another tune. Uh, what did you compare the Illuminati files to this time? Insect warfare. Ah, fast boys. Uh, human trafficking is yes. the name of the song. Oh yes, man. Fuck, I hate this shit sometimes. Man, I really do too. It's a bummer to talk about. I try to stay like real to the point and not fucking goof off too much. It's hard to do with these because it's just so depressing. Like, especially to me, especially the fucking Epstein thing, dude. It's like, man. How's this? It's just so disgusting that people and I like there's rich people that get away with this shit. Not I mean, not so rich people that get away with this shit, too. It's just like, dude, if you're going to lock someone up for anything, but to be in that having that much money and like basically an entire trail of a network. I mean, if the dude's getting if if by two people's account that have worked with him independently, that he gets up to three massages a day or more from young girls. I mean, that alone. You just got to death wish him, dude. Yeah, that is true. That's just really it, man. The new death wish is actually pretty good, man. Is it? I'm going to have to watch it. Did you know it was directed by Eli Roth? No. That is a fact. that I think they tried to hang it way more on Bruce Willis. It was like, yeah. But, and then, so I was like completely turned off by it. And then I found out that Eli Roth directed it. And I looked at it and was like, eh, holy shit, dude. There's not really a whole lot of Eli Roth movies I like, though. So, Yeah, but... You know, it's not like a normal, like basically, it, he just like did a good job making it gory and shit. Cool. You know, yeah, I'm gonna watch it's not it bad then. at all. I'm not checking uh, it out. I mean, tonight. it's not as good as the old one. But, I mean, it also takes away the entire element of racism, but yeah, that's because that is the problem with Death Wish. Is that <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah, very sure. yeah racist. Very. All right, so let's get back to giving shout-outs to some of our rock and fucking patrons. Jennifer Vale, Jeffrey Ross, congratulations. I meant to say yeah. this. I fucked up. I really meant to say it's the live show, but I get in my head, and I got a little bit tipsy. But uh, Jeffrey Ross and his fiance Waverly. Um, I said fiance because they just got engaged. They got engaged. They've been listening man. for forever, and that fucking rips, man. Just uh, happiness yeah. is good. We just talked about some very depressing things, so let's talk about something positive. Um, you know, our man, Bobby Henderson, our man, uh, the entire crew of people that have been around since the get go, the Bradshaw family, Matt mess, Ryan Parker, what a fucking sweet group of people that we've cultivated. Um, Sam T Brian Wiley running through everybody. Cam Catron, Andy Campbell for the money and the research. Ash Rude, Jesse Lucian, Will Clyburn, Patrick Wilding, Alejandro Palomino. What's Patrick Wilding's YouTube handle? Uh, Ground Zero Salem. Yeah, I watched a couple. I don't like reviews that much, but he was like pretty concise and to the point. So. Yeah, and he's got like a his collection is really crazy. I yeah. mean, just everything from black metal, death metal, but his hardcore collection is. You wild guys are like uh, that collect records and stuff. I mean, there really is an audience. For, yeah. for those type of videos and of the ones that I've like because we share the same are the DMD YouTube we get, we share the same YouTube red account yeah and so sometimes I'll like like those like the people you subscribe to pops up in the thing yeah and so I'll like click on a record collection review and it'll have thousands of 
thousands and thousands of views. Yeah. And I, it'll suck. It'll suck dick. The his are way better. <laughs> yeah, they are. They really are. Definitely check that out if that's what you're into. Megan Beckham, Alejandro, Palomino, Clayton Haynes, and of course, Lacey Doyle, who came all the way from Texas to party with us and have buddy absolutely ruin <laughs> everything that they love. Uh, Ronald D. Squire, the third heaviest mental, our guys with uh, all across social media. That's uh, Harlan and Simon. I think they're bringing us out to Albuquerque to do a show. And uh, you should just check into those boys and what they got going on in the blogosphere. They're making funny memes. They're yeah. doing everything you like. Uh, Jen Reyes and Geronimo Hansen, RoboChrist. Thank you all. And Marco fucking polo thank you guys so much uh joe sampson mark sniff steven Coliga, michaela jensicki she was she was at the live show too man was she yeah 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 she was i gave her a hug man she's good people dude yeah for sure very nice person i think somebody that is like socially way smarter than we are but still yeah hangs around yeah and listens <laughs> Even yeah, though it, we're idiot brain morons. Yeah, I've got to get fucking tanked to be around a bunch of people. It's kind of a weird thing for me. Yeah. Well, hell yeah, man. Yeah. Thanks to everybody. If you want to get involved in that, patreon.com backslash death metal dicks, even though we completely suck at it. <laughs> Anything else, man? Uh, nope. All right. Nope. Well, look my dick and, and suck, suck my, my butt. Cream of wheat and cream of nut. Nut. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.